Uh, is this the intro? Yep, yep. Nope, nope. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pokemon Go Podcast. I am the Rock Guy Podcasting Charles McFall. Made a quick appearance on Pokedexpert this year. Was not nearly as good as Joe's experience, uh, appearance from last year, but that's okay. Joe and I are back from Dragon Con. Uh, and we have, we don't really bring tales of bringing tons of stuff home, but you know what? Uh, we might have a few uh, con stories to share along the way. Uh, but, Joe, what's been your experience? this week ooh, that is well even the past two weeks i guess since we didn't have an episode last week right yeah we were both working on thursday night yeah we were so uh let's see uh i know that i caught an inke which some people are saying have been pretty rare for them uh unless you live in a uh near near water unless you're in the right biome Here's the thing, you um, just caught it. Yeah, no, yeah, I just caught it. Now, granted, um, at Dragon Con, I, I did pull up the game and play every day, but it I didn't play a ton, but I did play. And uh, from the room that we were stuck in, basically all of Dragon Con, uh, from that area. Yeah, you we, say it like that, but this is the first year you actually got to go shopping easily. You got to go eat some lunch, go see some stuff if you wanted to. It was a <laughs> much better year for volunteers this year. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, I should have had my uh, had it on in the background more often and using the, um, the Go Plus to catch and spin stops. Because from there, because they increased the... Um, the spin distance interaction back up to 80 meters, uh, we were able to interact with two stops from that room. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, I should have been at least using the, the go plus throughout that. Um, and I wasn't, but uh, you know, I was enjoying dragon con. So there's that. Uh, but let me put in age zero to 14 and let's take a look at this, these last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I've been doing a bunch of different rocket uh, battles, so I've got a bunch of new shadow Pokemon here. None of them are all that great of IVs, so it's not anything to write home about. I did hatch uh, a Timber, Gibble, and Rufflet, so that's nice uh, to have those, especially the Rufflet, get those extra candies. Um, I should probably look through my Rufflets and see if any of them are good enough to warrant evolving, because I do have enough candies to evolve into Braviary. Um, but other than that, it's been a, it's been a pretty slow couple of weeks. I did catch quite a few Darumaka. Um, it doesn't show here cause I've been trashing them regularly. Um, and, uh, did hatch a Clauncher. I know Clauncher is like your new favorite Pokemon. <laughs> uh, you know what? Clauncher is kind of cool looking. You know, you can't really hate on Clauncher. No, but you can eat him, especially with some butter. Some butter. <laughs> some butter um i put in my zero to 14 actually i got a Zaz zamazenta apparently i completed that raid um did not name it but it's from plat platteville wisconsin is where i got that one from so whoever invited me from platteville um 
It's been a hot minute. I don't remember. Uh, these things that uh, Darmanitan. I got the Darmanitan evolved up. Phalanx caught a shadow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did get a, you know, go up against um, uh, uh, Giovanni. Got it. Max says you were the one that the or he was the one that invited you to that. Oh, game. return of the Mac. That's me. So thank you, Mac. I got his hands. I meant now, dude. I did ignore a number of invites this week because I was just busy, man. I and I didn't get my watch out of the car, but I was also worried about in past years. Here's the thing: in past years at DragonCon, uh, the signal has been crap. You know, as you know, Joe. Two years ago, we did a tournament. Oh, yeah for for the pokemon go podcast and that, that was did very not difficult. go well it did not because signal the, was a huge issue yeah the winner was decided by who had the better signal yeah um and and while it was kind of interesting it, it's it's not what joe and i want to bring to the table well this year i think everybody had a good signal and i know my t-mobile which i just recently swapped to uh it went gangbusters down in the Hilton. I mean, I never not had a signal. I mean, we ran some of the broadcasts when there was an issue with um, there's an issue with the cable at one point because we moved some things around. Something came loose. Uh, we just ran the broadcast off of my phone, like the the signal right for the Gallery of Six. And oh, you set up a hotspot? Yeah, it just knocked it out real quick and uh, those kind of things. I'm trying to th- see if I got anything. That Squovit is. I think the Squovit is better than the uh, Winter Squirrel. I forget the other. The winter squirrel? Yeah, little blue Which, blue little blue squirrel. The little blue I named mine Rob Roberts because I saved it for Rob Roberts and actually I've seen him three or four times and never gave it to him. I cannot are, are you talking about Pachirisu? That's it. This one? I've got pulled yeah. up Pachirisu. Okay. Oh, okay. Tell me it doesn't All look right. like a winter squirrel. Tell uh, me, Joe. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's white electric. and light blue. Woogie, woogie, woogie. I didn't say it was ice type, did I? I said winter squirrel. <laughs> yeah, Patrice's from uh, GoFest a couple years back. Yeah, I'd saved one for Rob, like I said, for Rob Roberts, and then never gave it to him. I keep forgetting. Um, actually, I caught a lot more in the last two weeks than I thought I did, but uh, nothing, nothing spectacular other than. Mac inviting me due to Zams. And other people have invited me to stuff. Like I said, once I knew I'd get a signal, I was worried about battery life, right? Because it wasn't super easy to just plug in uh, to the computers and charge. And I don't know. I didn't play a whole lot of anything, to be honest with you. I just was just was out of pocket, as they say. But that is not all that we've called to talk about. I will say... Um, I still think Pokédex Burke is such a... It's just on the edge of the comedy that I don't like. Uh, it just gets a little cringy from time <laughs> to time. But, man, their live show... And we're getting stuff moved over to YouTube. Uh, actually, maybe right now as we speak. I'm not sure if, if Mike's working on that right in a second or not. But from Galleria 6, we streamed all the panels. Pokédex Burke was one of them. And it took about a minute and a half, two minutes for the crowd to realize it's a comedy show based on Pokémon. And it went so well. It did. So, what were you going to ask at the very end when you got up and they're like, no, we're going to wrap out. And then you just stood at the microphone staring at them. What, what were you going to ask? So I was on the show last year for Dragon Con. And they had me play a character that was all about Pokemon fighting and battling. 
Okay. Right. And their and their two personas uh, are very much against Pokemon battling. And so one of the last questions to come through was uh, they basically said, so the whole thing was about Slugma. Okay. And they said, how, how can I make my Slugma better at gladiatorial fighting? <laughs> and they, they right. both kind of sh- shook their head and, uh, and it, I can't remember what they said, but they basically, they were like, no, we don't condone uh, Pokemon fighting. And so I wanted to get up there kind of as my character from last year and be like, a Pokemon's worth is only determined through battle or something like that. Sure. Know? I gotcha. I gotcha. What do we have? Uh, I was wondering, I was wondering if they're going to call on you, but they were out of time. Yeah, uh, they were. I suspected that I would not get called on. And I, I don't know if anyone in the crowd would have even understood the reference. Right. Cause so. you had to watch it last year. And this and yep. Um, where uh where do we stop broadcasting what date the 26th was our last broadcast okay yeah we got a squovet hundo that's right okay all right so experiences of the week from our discord which you can get through get to through pokemon go podcast slash no wait i got it backwards patreon.com slash pokemon go podcast <laughs> i guess i could set up the other way around too but uh yeah let's see Hello, yeah, so Robin. First one is Shiftworks. Hallowed Robin is Got still it. the twenty-six. Right. So Shiftworks with a a shiny shadow Sneasel. Well, that will accidentally be trashed here shortly. <laughs> you know he's going to trade it, and now he's got the star on there. But he's like, ah, I forgot. Pull a bar, damn it! Just send it too fast. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh man, top. What we got here? A bundle B with really crappy IVs. You yep. and Badoo. Yep, yep. Uh, but it's a shiny uh, bundle B. Okay, so I, they know, look I know it's hard to tell, brave. but there is the little the little stars in okay. the background. Gotcha. You know, with all that they do with these stickers, right? That you can send on gifts. It's this really huge sticker that goes on the picture that you send with your gift. Blah 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 blah. You would think. They could put a big old shiny star sticker right on the side. You know, <laughs> left side, uh, if you're looking at the screen, it's the right side corner, right where that meter comes down. Big empty space. It balanced the other sides of the screen. Why not? Or in the top left instead well, of having that. Yeah. Clearly, they should just talk to Disney and get permission to slap the crab right on there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the crab from Moana. Yep. Lice it. I don't know how it goes. I just remember the word. I don't remember the words. That is shiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the shiny Badoof. Uh, old man Tup says that he's got a rodent problem between a shiny Bunnelby yep. and shiny Badoof. Now, okay. Uh, I, I want that crossover now. I want the shiny crab to be sitting there <laughs> in the background when it's a shiny thing. You know, when you look at the the breakdown where you can evaluate and all that. And then if you touch it, it just goes shiny. That nice. would be an interesting discussion, I think. I don't think it'll ever happen, but it would be interesting to see what people would prefer. If Niantic was to try to do a crossover for Pokemon Go, yeah, what intellectual property would you like them to cross over with? 
That's a good question. We'll have to ask it again at the end of the show for next week as well. Just remind everybody. Uh, kids and high fives. I uh, got level 43 awards. Got a, almost a hundo Tortuga. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. It's a, but it's a good Tortuga. It, yeah, it is a good Tortuga. It uh, looks like 12, 15, 12 on there. Uh, I'm going to look at I didn't even evaluate my Zimzam, whatever Zimzamenta. I'm going to evaluate it. Praise it. I, I love that nickname, Zimzam. Zimzam. Pretty awesome. So, 98% Zimzam from Duly Noted. Mine has two stars. It's just under the line, the second line on HP, and just over the second line on attack, but its defense is almost. I'd say its defense is a 14. So you're saying he's defensive? He is. Not as defensive as. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a joke for that one. So moving along. <laughs> uh, Zammy. He got Zim Zam. He got Zammy. That's, that's, is that a hundo? The one named Zammy or is that just beneath? No, it's a 98%. If you okay. look at the defense stat, it's 14. Gotcha. Uh, and then a shiny Voltorb, which is nice. Yeah, the blue orb. What a, what the hell of Robin there? Knockout. Oh yeah. Hallowed Robin showing off. Six new shiny Pokemon, Trubbish, Lugia, Snorlax, uh, a Galarian Farfetch'd, Meowth, and, well, a Galarian Meowth, and a Perserker, which is the evolved form of Galarian Meowth. Oh. Hold on now. Did you not know that? So, the, the, you call it Langoliers, I call it, uh gout meowth so i can actually evolve that up and get a get a cooler looking meowth that looks nothing like meowth yeah the one with the horns all right cool i'll do something with that i get a bunch of those candies i'm sure disappointing terry disappoints us all by earning a medal where he made the raid battle trainer achievement screens 200 times as if there weren't enough freaking awards for this man to take home he showed up on other people's screens 200 times and that gets a medal this is starting to feel like this starting to feel like a participation award at this point but come on man while slacking that is crazy you don't see that oh yeah often. and do you see the the cp on it that's a lot of cp is that the max cp so, no um the but it it's interesting because uh if you have forgotten from years past if a pokemon in the spawns in the wild with a higher cp than your highest pokemon it actually won't display their cp it'll be question marks so for newer players oh, okay. this this slacking would have been question marks for them since it's th- uh 3123 cp nice Ooh, disappointing Terry ain't so disappointed about that catch. A, a shiny Lugia, 96% IVs. Very nice. Nice. All right. I don't, I, I've not really been paying attention to the game for the better part of two weeks. Uh, this is a, this is going to have questions for me. So, uh, okay. Barry, hashtag original fraud. Put in, uh, hello, gents. As a quick summary, I was able to get my first Hoopa. How do you get a Hoopa? That's my first question. 
Got 100% Skunky and Shiny Fletchling and Bonsley. I'll screw you on the Bonsley. Seriously, you got a shiny baby? Psh. Mm. <laughs> if he didn't feed me good pizza, I'd be really mad at him right now. Uh, the events so far have been good. Got another Elite Collector medal, and I'm cur- another. I'm, I'm currently at 6 out of 16 for Misunderstood Mischief. Can't progress as Professor Willow is drunk at a bar and not doing his investigations. <laughs> uh, and also, I'm caught up on your podcast, which is an achievement all to itself. Well, there you go. That deserves a medal. That deserves a medal. Um, so, yeah. How do you get a Hoopa? Uh, there's a, an event going on. At least I, I would assume that's how it is. Uh, I got I a Psychic I, Spectacular going on right now. I haven't kept up with... Uh, the announcements because well we were, we're at yeah we were yeah we were otherwise engaged in well not really debauchery that was other people that was but, for other people <laughs> we yeah we, we were having a lot of fun uh but hoopa is part of the season of mischief and we will talk about how to get uh hoopa here in just a little which bit. by the way is the first time i've seen something like this the season of mischief ends in 82 days and 14 hours Whereas a psychic spectacular is in three days, which is that yeah. that's what I'm used to. Oh, and I got misunderstood mischief when I was six. Wait, is it tracking it on both sides? No, that's different. So There's psychic spectacular. Ones. The psychic spectacular is the temporary event. Misunderstood mischief is the permanent event. Okay. Yep. Oh, it takes three yeah. snapshots of psychic type Pokemon in the wild. Yeah, like I remember who the bleep those are. All right, moving on. Hallowed Robin made level 49, which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, they only need 30 million more experience to get to level 50. Only 30 million more. <laughs> only. I still think the level 50 reward should be a second um, permanent incubator, infinite incubator. <laughs> Hallowed Robin, Barry said he'll get there um, before I will. Before I catch another uh, hat Pikachu. It's uh, true. It is true. Because <laughs> you hate it. Or at least before you keep another hat Pikachu. Yeah. Just send them all uh, to the trash. Let's see. I'm we- getting close, honestly, to 41. Uh, oof, less than 200,000. Uh, yeah. 121,000 is all I need, it looks like. There you go. Uh, and then Nolte showing off a 100% uh, ride-on. And some new shinies. Shiny Drowsy, Alolan Raichu, oh, and two shiny Lugias. Shiny. That's in my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's worse things to be stuck in your head. I agree. I agree. I did forget to upload our clip, so if that's the end of that, let's do our discussion because we actually do have a clip from uh, Dennis for Pokemon Go this week. From from Denny, Denny boy. All right, so oh, Den Den. the discussion from this past uh, episode, because I guess not past weeks, this past two weeks, as should Niantic use previous event Pokemon as the quote-unquote filler Pokemon for events. So we've got uh, two comments here. We've got one from uh, Rye1986, 
or maybe Rye H 1986. Um, and they say it depends. If it was like a costume Pokemon, then definitely not. Uh, if it's, say, for example, Galarian Mr. Mime or whatever, then there should be an acceptable cooldown, uh, say, six months. So the players who paid for the ticket don't feel stiffed. Uh, if they wanted to do something different for an event, I like the ones where regionals swap. Uh, just don't put them all behind paywalls of raids. Um, I or uh, were uh, sorry, paywalls of raids or eggs like they did for Ultra Unlock Two. A lot of people can't afford to travel, and the fact there's Pokemon that can't be caught unless you're in specific areas seems wrong especially right. after nearly two years of some countries having closed borders yeah and there's there's a lot of regionals that have never been part of an event uh especially the regionals that are in say africa so tropius sigilith um relicanth has never been part of an event here in the united states um and so yeah no I, I definitely agree with that. Swapping around um, regionals would be great. Uh, and I, I do like the the costume Pokemon. Yeah, no, that's that's not really what I'm too worried about when it comes to this question about using event Pokemon as fillers because the costumes are very much a specific theme and that theme won't fit as a filler for other... other um, the Pokemon drag show. Come on, dude. Drag weekend. I'm down. Let's do this. Uh, actually, the, so in the actually. main series games, there and in the anime, there are beauty contests. And they could definitely do something themed around a beauty contest where they bring back a bunch of uh, previous costumes. I know that would be your favorite event ever. Every Pokemon spawns. Ha has a costume of some sort you would love it it'd be it'd be the best of the best times you've ever had but we have another comment here if you wanted to go ahead and read it from Dooley. i don't know i'm still kind of burning on that last uh little point you made <laughs> um, Dooley says nah if a pokey was released only as part of an event then reason reusing them as filler devalues their rarity I'll, I'll tell you why I disagree with that in a second. Otherwise, these rare event mods become nothing more than Little League trophies that all players get no matter how much they suck at baseball. Well, have you not seen the 200 times you just appeared on the achievements card for a raid <laughs> trophy there, Dooley? Pokemon is as Pokemon does. Um, I'm going to hear something a little controversial. It might piss some people off. It's all Little League trophies. It's all ones and zeros that are falsely rare, and ultimately you get handed it at some point, some way, either through an adventure box or through an event. It is very, very few, Tropius being the notable one in my head, that you don't just get given. So if you really think you have value because they're rare, try selling that as a, uh, a MPF or, or uh Bit, get some bitcoins for yourself. That you won't. You can't. You don't stop. I think a year, personally. I think a year. You know, uh, letting it roll. The through. year after the event. Yeah. You know. You said six months. I'm okay with that. But I think, honestly, believe oh, if you've uh, got to argue. Rye said six months, but yeah. Rye said six months. Yeah. But I think if you got to argue, 
after a year of like, oh, you know, this is this this takes away my value. I'm sorry, you've had it for a year. What? It, how did it improve your game? How did did you wreck face in Battle League? Well, you wrecked face in Battle League for a year. That meta changes all the time. So that one Pokemon, and this is what kind of point I'm making. The one Pokemon from a year ago does not hold its value. You know, I mean, unless you, you, and you can. You absolutely can hold value in when I just thinking of Poke, uh, Dragon Con, you know, little kids coming like, oh, what do you have? Oh, you got that. If that's your value, then knock yourself out. Other than that, these, these are really just worthless little ones and zeros, man, that, that you catch. And you might go, well, Charles, you want to catch them all. And do I, though? If it's a shadow, I'm like, cool, that's a shadow. I see some that Joe has or other people have. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, I don't know, Joe. I'm I'm a little grumpy. What do you think? No, yeah, no, I agree. And this could even extend to um say the community day moves. After a year, why why don't we just add that to their move pool so that you could use a TM on ones that didn't that you didn't evolve during the community day, add that move after a year. After a year, that sounds like a great thing to me because then it's not like, oh, I have to wait until Christmas, assuming they keep doing what they've done the past few years. I got to wait till Christmas to evolve this Pokemon just so that I can. Yeah, uh, real Mac is because <laughs> then they real can't Mac, sell you the elite TM. Yo. Yeah, real Mac brings up the elite TM and, and that, that literally is the only reason that they don't do that uh, so that they can sell the elite TMs because that is. The the people that are very big into PvP, Elite DMs are amazing. They love it. So and yeah. and and even then though, they basically give it to you in a year, right? When we get to December, we have the seasons of community day. So if you just wait and evolve it there, you waited the time, you still get the move. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Real Max says, "Just like why can't we put legendary Pokemon in gems? Right? It's, why? Why yeah. can't we put them in gems? Because their CP is going to deteriorate anyway. To where you just beat them up once and they're gone. So, and yeah. it's really cool to kind of see those things out and about, right? I <laughs> gotta imagine at some point they were like, no." Don't do it because you'll confuse the people thinking that there's a legendary raid going on. And that might be the only reason they may never have thought about that. I except, don't know. Well, except that we haven't been able to put legendaries in gyms ever, even before raids were a thing. Yeah, so why not? <laughs> What's a psychic symbol on these Pokemon? The psychic symbol? Yes. Yeah, so I got to capture a uh, picture of three a, psychic freaking a, it's a swirl it's a confusion swirl yeah this is where i hate taking pictures i love taking pictures of my buddy because i like seeing who's gonna photo bomb and then that see that gets me something right you take the picture buddy they photo bomb all of a sudden you're catching another pokemon that's cool this this take a picture of of three psychic types in the wild Yarg. Yarg is what i can say it's, it's yeah. a purple little swirly com- computer uh, thing, whatever. Oh, uh, you get NK from a photobomb, real Mac? 
I didn't do it. Hey, you know what? While we're rambling, let me throw a marker in. We're going to play Dennis's audio here. All right. It's Dennis, the world's most okayest DM. Hey, I don't really have a whole lot of tips lately, but since I haven't been on in a while, I figured I'd be I'd talk a little bit about my Pokemon Go experiences as of late. So I actually went on a trip in the middle of the, or towards the end of the last event, and I really wish I would have put out some audio, but I was a little busy trying to prep because one of the biggest tips I could have given at that time was to try and catch as many of those uh, ice Darumakas as possible because if, or depending on how they implement Zen form, which is its last form, it will it becomes the most powerful ice attacker in the game. So if you still have your ice Darumakas, trade them to other people, like try to get lucky trades, try and get like six of those guys that are like really good because... Down the road, it's going to be an insanely strong Pokemon based on, you know, what we currently have as far as information goes. Uh, I got, I was trying to get 100 of them, so that way I had 100 to trade, but I only managed to get about 85. So, eh, pretty close, not too bad. Uh, You'd think airports would have a lot more spawns, but unfortunately, no. And in fact, uh, when I landed in Atlanta on Tuesday of last week, which is the last day of the event... It was uh, 6 o'clock, and I was like, all right, I'm going to land. It's going to take forever for the bags to get here. I'm going to catch so many Darumaka as I'm wandering around Atlanta. And it did take forever uh, for the no, bags to get because there. because it was that weird that community hour thing that they do on Tuesdays. So it was just a bunch of garbage sheep. Why it was that Pokemon? I don't know. I don't know who what good that does anybody, but whatever. So, sadly, didn't get my goal, but it is what it is. At DragonCon itself... I actually didn't do a ton of uh, Pokemon stuff. I was doing, uh, you know, the daily spins and all that jazz because there was a Pokestop actually right outside the Airbnb. And, in fact, while I've been away, they implemented the new... They went back to the old uh, distance thing so you can hit stops from further away. And, oh, my, am I thankful for that. But I did, during Charles and Tony P. Henderson's one panel, it was like a a children's game show, I feel like. I did get a shiny APOM, which I did not have before. So, pretty stoked about that. Uh, The only other news is that the uh, Pokemon Go PvP Season 9 just kicked off, I think it was last week. Uh, It's not my favorite right now, because it's Great League, and I've said it before, I'm not a big fan of Great League. Uh, You tend to just fight against the same things. And also, for whatever reason, I feel like battles take way longer in Great League. Uh, I have never had a battle timeout in Ultra or Master League, but I have had at least double-digit games timeout on me in Great League. And if that's happening, the aver- I would say the average time it takes me to play through a single PvP game is pretty close to five minutes. And so you have like 20, was it 25 of those a day? It's a lot. That's a lot of battles. It takes a long time. Uh, so not the biggest fan of Great League, as you all know. But either way. And right now, since it just started out, everybody's at the same level, which is to say you're playing against a lot of really, really good players, um, especially people who can count moves. And if you're wondering what that means, so if you're really, really good at the game and you know exactly what moveset every Pokemon is going to have, because most people use the exact same Pokeset or movesets, you can actually count how many attacks they've done. And if you know in your head how many attacks it takes to get to a special move, you can anticipate 
when a move's going to happen and then swap a Pokemon right before they go to do their special. Happens a Nerd. lot. Uh, it is terribly annoying a lot of times. I don't do it myself because I just I get too distracted. I can't <laughs> I can't count how many times the Pokemon is attacked. Plus, my phone tends to lag a lot. Uh, but if you really want to take your game to the next level, get an idea how many attacks does it take to get to a special move for each Pokemon for each special move, and then yeah, count them up. Watch the screen, see how many times they hit you, and then you'll know exactly when their specials are coming, uh, which also helps you know exactly when to switch Pokemon. So that's my PvP that's way tip. too much work. Uh, I really want to get to rank 20 just so I can start getting Lugias, even though, like I said last time around, my legendary luck has not been terribly great in terms of the three wins in PvP. But some of the uh, PvP Pokemon that they're offering this year are really, or this season, I should say, are actually really, really good. Uh, you know, I got a Charizard on my first one. Uh, I've gotten some other evolutions of Charmander, Char, uh, Charmeleon, that sort of thing. But Liftwick's also in play, which is a really, really good PvP and PvE Pokemon. Uh, and yeah, there's just some other ones. You should go check it out. Avoid Mind Foo. It's terrible, just so you know. <laughs> but it is a PvP exclusive. So if you want to get one, I think you have to rank up to six. Rank six, you're guaranteed one if you get three wins. So if that's what you're going for, get to rank six. It'll take you six battles, pretty much. And yeah. Now, one thing I do want to say, right now I actually have my personal Kickstarter launched. It already launched uh, on the 3rd of September, actually, for yes. my graphic novel, Lycan Solomon's Odyssey. It's the first chapter in an ongoing series about the world's first werewolf and his trials and tribulations as he goes throughout the ages. Uh, so, talking different cultures, different continents, uh, all kinds of di different time periods, all kinds of stuff that's going on. Uh, but this is the first book, and it's set in 8000 BC. Right now, the Kickstarter is actually over 60% backed, which I am thrilled with, because we still have three weeks left to go. And I know, typically in the middle section, that's where things tend to drag down. But I'm going to try and just keep on putting it out there, because I really want to make this a reality, and I really want to bring this book to you guys. And I think... Quite frankly, if you like werewolves or mythology or history or any of that stuff, I think you're going to dig it. So you can search for it on Kickstarter by looking up Lycan, which is L-Y-C-A-N, Solomon's Odyssey, or you can go to www.hiveheadstudios.com or www.lycanbook.com, or because I have a really crazy patron named Steve, you can go to www.clockfox.net. What? Thanks so much. <laughs> Have a good one. Uh, the, the artwork is really good on it from what yeah. I've seen so far and on the previews on the Kickstarter. Yeah, um, I've read the original story that he wrote. I really, really uh, dug it. And um, I'm executive producer on the project. And I'm about to go look at uh, pledging to a level to put my money where my mouth is and and uh, see what I want to do there. Um well, I gotta read this one. I, I sh the shirt off my back. You'll receive a Lycan Solomon Odyssey T-shirt. Ooh, he promised some heavy duty stuff here, man. Oof. But is Dennis gonna wear the shirt first? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. But yeah, it said it's coming off his back. I mean, just just saying. They've got a lot of a lot <laughs> of different levels here. Um, so, all right, let me play some music. We'll come back in. The Pokemon Go podcast is made possible 100% by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. 
If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. Oh, there you go. We're back in here. I was just caught up reading uh, the King of Monks Kings level, the top level, where you get a custom like in Solomon's Odyssey jersey. You get uh, physical copies, but you get uh, the special page title of Chief Financial Backer at Death in a Future Book, plus a signed print of that page. I don't have $1,000, but you know. If I did, you got me. You got me. Give me a title, man. Give me a title. I'll buy that all day long. So, all right. We've got some headlines. Oh, you have the regular boring old fat Lugia. Awesome. Uh, this is from El Gringo Suave. El Gringo Suave. Hey, oh, boys. Here's an infographic for next week. Since you're banding in us this week. And it's a how to Lugia my fork of cows right uh so the ideal counter is um oh i was just looking at two zekrom zekrom thank you uh and then th- that's not is that no, that's thunder not that's thunderous uh this tornadoes tornadoes all right then you got electrobuzz no i'm wrong i'm wrong it's not tornadoes is it thunderous because Tornadus is the green one. It might be Thunderous. Uh, here, there, it's not everywhere. Landorus. It's definitely not Landorus because yeah, that's the one. It's, it's Thunderous. It something. is Thunderous. Uh, anyway, lots of cool artwork here. Uh, still arguably a dog from one of the legendary cats. Rampardos, you, Rampardo use him. Do Rampardo use him? Uh, it's, it's a lot. There's actually... A lot of different characters, but you know, as Joe and I tend to do, I just watched you do it, Joe. You just took the recommended Pokemon and went in Smash Face. If you've got enough people, it don't matter. Right. Um, And but and that that mindset is so different from when Lugia first came out. Lugia was one of the first um, Pokemon released for raids. And I mean, it wasn't the first, but it was it was amongst the first release for raids. Right, I was there. It was horrible. Oh yeah, no, and it battling Lugia sucked. I I remember losing several raids where we had uh, six or seven people. Nowadays, six is you know you got a bunch of randos, you're good to go. Yes, but back then, because most people were still early to mid thirties in level. And yeah, we we did not have the Pokemon to take down Lugia just because he's Lugia's tanky. It's a tanky flying jerk, and uh, yeah. So yeah, just I, I was reminiscing about how things have have changed so much over the last you know five years of playing. It it really has. Their graphics, uh, both in game and now, have have grown. And this season of mischief graphic for the announcement 
Really good. Really good. That, I could believe that that Pokestop is sitting in the middle of the woods. And then we have this weird purple portal going on there. So what's going on with Season of Mischief? Well, you know, there's a Slugma on my screen. And uh, is, is it lava or is it magma? That's he's not solid, <laughs> so I'd have to say he's lava at this point. <laughs> That's what you were asked at Dragon Con. I'm glad you got the answer now. Only if he gets all <laughs> crusty and old will he be considered magma. Magma. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So we've got the season of mischief that is going on right now. Uh, let's go ahead and pull that up. It's all about Hoopla, of course. With like you said, the the portals in the background, and actually that art that uh, artwork is pretty neat. It is. It's well. really good. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so we got Hoopla. This started a little over a week ago, September first, and will last until December first. So for a couple of weeks, and they've got. A, or a couple of months rather and they've got a um, little timeline of what is current currently happening with September um, and then it's got question marks for things that are, go- that are going to happen so apparently something's going to happen on the 21st but it's got question marks next to it um, so to start off they say hey you're going to be able to get Hoopla um, and apparently Hoopla is pranking Professor Willow taking his glasses and whatnot. Um, we we probably missed all of that while dragon conning, right? Um, and then Hoopa. I keep saying Hoopla. Hoopa. All this Hoopla. Uh, Hoopa. Uh, there's a special research task that was given to us on Sunday, uh, the fifth, and um, they're like, maybe this has something to do with Hoopa. Yeah, because yeah. we're gonna get. Hoopa from it. Um, so Hoopa is here. Uh, and then as part of that, um, during the day, well, during specific hours, specific Pokemon will be um, attracted to incense. And they've got a list of that. So there's, uh, it's rotating every other hour, whether it's a quote unquote psychic hour or whether it is a yeah. uh, dark and ghost uh, hour yeah. and that's between 11 a.m and 5 p.m but that was on that was this past sunday or it says available beginning sunday but on sunday this looks like that that's what happened the sunday of dragon con is what that looks happened so yeah. we yeah you and i we totally missed that um this the current one is the psychic spectacular that is going on um, and I find it interesting that as I scroll down, right, Inke flips over, which is how you have to evolve them. I imagine that's what Mac was yeah. saying. Yeah. So in the main series games, um, the 3DS uh, had a uh, what do they call it? A gyroscope or whatever. Yeah. It's able to. It was able to sense um, the direction of it, uh, whether it was up or down, and you had to actually turn your game upside down and then level up Inke in order to get it to evolve in the main series games. Um, which I mean, without the internet, I'm like, how do you figure that out on accident? 
Right. But. Um, well, it has. Okay, so when you go to look at Evolve, it, so I caught one because I did the whole take a picture of my buddy and Kay did the the photo bomb and I caught it and it shows the Evolve and it shows question mark question mark question mark plus the number of, of candies you need. Yeah, so I imagine once candies. you get the candy, so I went and touched it and it's like, no, you need more candies. So I imagine possibly after you get the candies, it would say something to hint or flat out tell you, turn it upside down. But you will have to turn off battery saver mode. Otherwise, it'll just be a black screen, right? Um, I don't think it does that when you're in the, it only does that if you're in the overworld. Yeah, because I'm turning it upside down now with the capture screen, and it doesn't do that. Okay. Whereas, um, let me get out of the capture screen, and we can do a test. So out of the capture screen, yeah, it turns into battery saver mode if I flip it over. But if I go into the Pokemon details and flip it over, no, it does. It goes yeah, into battery right. saver Are you mode. calling Mac a liar? Because Mac got me my Zim Zam Zaboo, and, you know, he's my boy. I'll punch you in the, the non-face because I'm not violent like that. I'll get my slugman to come combat you, Joe. So, yeah. So, yeah, you do have to turn off the battery saver mode. Thank you, Mac, for that tip. Um, you know, who cares about Charles and what he's saying? I don't listen half the time, right? Um, so, That's it. You uh, said so, yeah. more than I listen. So, you got to turn off battery saver mode in order to evolve Inke. So, you can flip your phone upside down and, and do that. Um, and then, as part of the Season of Mischief... They're also talking about uh, different Pokemon popping up in the wild as the seasons change. Um, and so it looks like, is that first one supposed to be like city slash suburbs, I think? Yeah. Is, it shows read on that. Shuppet, Trubbish, and Gothita, and all of these say, and more. Um, and then in the forest, it's got Teddy Ursa, um, Shelmet. And Kookaburra, uh, Krakatoa, Chupacabra. Yes, what? the tick. No, it's not, it's not Krakatot. No, um, it's uh, the blue. Uh, it is a K something though. I think I was thinking Kookaburra, but that's not right. Yeah, I always forget what what that guy's name. It's the it's the the blue Krakatot basically. Uh, that's a Car- Caroblast. There, there he you is. go. Um, and then the mountains, it's got Geodude, Rhydon, and Slugma. It's almost as which, if we were really walking around a Pokemon world and went into those regions. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious what it classifies my neighborhood as because I've had Gothita spawn here and I've had Slugma spawn here. So I'm curious because that's well, mountain, I mean, suburbs. It's like Denver, right? In Denver, you should get both mountains and city because it's still... They're both of those things. Yeah, the blended. Yeah. Um, and then near water, it's got Krabby, Horsey, and Mantine. And then it's got some Northern Hemisphere versus Southern Hemisphere rotations as well. Eh. Um, All right. Yeah. So each one has three starters, uh, a filler with a funny face, a deer. Ooh. I sw- I'm what? down on the eggs. Okay. Uh, and then Jigglypuff versus Clefairy, and I, that this one doesn't make a lot. Well, there's a couple of these that don't make a lot of sense to me, but it's all right. Yeah, and then they're rotating the eggs again. Um, so if you wanted to, see, actually, you don't have to look up anything. You can just look in your game and go to yes. an egg and click on the egg and scroll down. And it'll show you what will hatch from said egg. Um, 
but yeah, the, the hatching, uh, the seven Ks, uh, throw in, um, I do not know what that candy coated little ball of Pac-Man fur is, but he looks cool. Candy coated. He's got like, what? he's yellow like Pac-Man. And he's got oh, in, uh, the, in the 5K eggs? candy cane. Is that 5K? I thought that, yeah, 5K eggs. Uh, that is, um, uh, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's Chingling. Chingling. Um, and then in the 10K, you've got uh, Sid Waifu sitting there. I don't know what this sneeze old karate kung fu dude is, but I like him too. That's the one that uh, Dennis said was trash but and and said it was a PvP-only reward. And it was up until they put it in five yeah. in 10K eggs. Now, eggs earned from Adventure Sync rewards. Uh, you gotta it's if you walk far enough. Far enough, right? It's they're all right. They got some okay stuff. Seasonal seasonal bonuses, which will actually be shown in your game under special events. Uh, boosted damage for trainers battling remotely. Guaranteed gifts, three times bonus XP, a bunch of other stuff there. And then Ditto can show up as some Pokemon you actually want. Uh, Crustle being the one I'm looking at the most. Is like if I I went, I think I've evolved my Crustle to Crusties or whatever it is. Um, but you know, if I saw that in the wild and it changed into Ditto, I'd be like, no. Why is it never Pikachu? Why can Pikachu never turn Dirty Hippie Eevee? Let that turn into a Ditto. I'll catch those all day long. Uh, Dwebble. You, you threw me well, off. I'm like, what's his real name? And there, Dwebble. one of his evolutions has crossed something in it, I think. Uh, yeah, Dwebble does evolve into crust something or other. See, we're getting into we're get, it is crustal that it evolves into. You're, right. you're spot on. But yeah, I uh, I know it's getting, rare. We're we're getting into seasons that are, uh, we're getting into the later generations that I don't I don't have down pat. Yeah. Those, that first 150, that pokey wrap, I got it. <laughs> ah, well, that mega evolution uh, for September is Slowbro, October is Gengar, and November is Doomhound. Um, now my question yeah. is yeah. with Gengar, I wonder if they're going to bring back uh, his costume. Do you remember his costume? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, let me pull pull it up real quick, because but I wonder if they're going to bring back his costume, so that people who missed it can grab it this go round. So this one, the f- like Frankenstein oh, yeah, Gengar. Yeah. So something out of a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I like it. I don't think I have one. Uh, oh, I wonder really if you should. mega evolve that one. How they look. Uh, some of the costume—I don't think costume Pokemon. Oh no, they can Mega Evolve, but they just look normal. They don't have the costume when you Mega Evolve. That would make sense. So, all right, next up is oh um, oh, and I wanted to mention one thing real quick. Uh, so with the Ditto transformations, Shiny Ditto is in the game, and apparently it's been confirmed that. If you run into a wild Pokemon and it's shiny and it turns into a ditto, that does not guarantee it will be a shiny ditto. 
which oh, I that think made me so mad. Sucks. Uh, whereas apparently it also works in reverse as well. If you catch a Pokemon that turns into a Ditto, it, it, even if it wasn't shiny, the Ditto could be shiny. So basically, the, whether or not the Pokemon you run into is shiny does not determine whether right. or not the Ditto is shiny. This so. is true. All right, so I think, I, said, that's, I think that's silly, and it should coordinate. I mean, this game doesn't do a whole lot that makes any sense. So I honestly, I'll just, I'll be, I don't want to read any of this next thing. I'll let you handle it. The task force. Okay, uh, your favorite TLDR. This thing because it's. I honestly just believe it's 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 not going to get us anywhere. But I, you know what? Prove me wrong, Niantic. Uh, so they immediately, after the task force met, gave us back the 80-meter interaction, and they said that it'll be that way globally from now on. Which which I talked about that, right? That was a low-hanging fruit. That was like you could just say our, our bad. And so so still was a, just a... Middle finger to us all is like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, the task force, yeah, yeah, sure, distance, okay. Can you leave us alone now? Let's see, let's see. What else is there? I'm, I'm cranky old man. Let's see what they got. <laughs> uh, and so they have promised basically to communicate more, or to open up more communication in general. They are going to continue meeting with the task force uh, as well. So and so. They promised starting next month in October, they are going to once a month publish a quote unquote developer diary um, so that they can share their latest priorities, events, features. So basically, it's just going to be another monthly post, uh, just like they've been doing the monthly posts of, hey, these are the events happening this month. Yeah. So, so. And then. If you wanted to be on that task force, how bad would you feel sitting here going, yeah, well, we're not doing crap? (laughs) I honestly don't care about being on the task force. I just, man. I just complain a lot to Niantic. Um, But yeah, they are going to continue with this task force, meeting with them. Uh, They said they're going to set up, quote unquote, regular uh, conversations with them. Um, so they, uh, we don't know uh, how frequently that is. They didn't state. Uh, and then they're also going to try to be better about updating their known issues page um, so that they have better visibility with uh, the status of bugs. So, because they, they list the bugs there that they often do not update it after it's initially posted, though. So they're going to work on right. uh on doing that so but yeah we'll see we'll see what comes out of this i mean we've got we got the the low-hanging fruit out of the way we'll see what what else comes forward i oh man i, I missed old days of gaming where you can play a game like man this sucks and move on so i'm like no it's awesome and they play it and now it's communities and long-running podcasts that suck as well. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's just a constant give or take. It almost gets exhausting a little bit because how much does a company owe us? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So, Well, they this annou- announcement seems to have uh, put corks on the end of people's pitchforks for now. Yeah. So. 
All right, I'm not even going to get, we got some other stuff. So, Inke and Malamar are here, and uh, Mal- Malamar is a candy in the South. I don't know, it's like a moon pie, but but more fluffy. So, I don't know what we're getting in the game. But, uh, yeah, dude, in this day and age of internet, you just go look at this announcement, because I'm just scrolling. One click down, he flips upside. Well, click up, he flips back over. Just constant there. I'm making them puke if I can. But uh, you're asking how you figured it out. I imagine the game is going to tell us something. But, oh, look, there's even an upside-down sticker in the game now for him if you scroll down. So, anyway, this is uh, NK. Um, instead of Evolution Malamar are making their Pokemon Go debuts. They're Kalos from Pokemon X and Y. Uh the Marion uh, Season of Mischief Part Dose, uh, because uh, that's how I roll, Joe. As I already finished Step 1, we'd have lots of fun. Step 2. All right, name that song. Uh, so we might learn about... Okay, this, all right. This is just world stuff, right? I've seen it done with kids. Yeah, I've seen it done with all kinds of educators. You never know. We might learn more about Hoopa. No, we're not doing this if we don't get Hoopa. I mean, why are you even acting like we're going to play if it's not Hoopa, man? You know, if I get through this whole thing, it's just like, I know it's not because Barry's already caught his, but if it's just like, all right, we learned more. Now, here's another 50 step. I'm out. Done. Kill the game. Because, come on, man. Stop dragging it out falsely. Uh, but they're not. It is about Hoopa. Uh, you're going to get a bunch of psychic types. Uh, Raids will have Star You, and which evolves into psychic type Star Me. Chimeco, Bronzor, Esper, and Inke will all be appearing in one star raids. Uh, again, as, as Mac taught us, you can do the take a picture and get the photo bomb to get Inke. And Joe just got one in the wild, right, Joe? Yes. Yeah, so it's out there a little bit. Uh, Lola and Raishu, Wabuffet, Metacham, and Metagross will be in the three stars. Lugia's five, and Mega Sobros in the Mega. Uh, uh, Let's take a snapshot once a day for a surprise, which is NK. So that's how you can get a bunch of NK stickers. Unless you're like me and you're yep. sitting on almost 130 rare candies. So I'm just going to throw 50 rare candies at it and see what happens. <laughs> that's what I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah, I did the snapshot, and he ran away from me. Yeah. Jerk. And then it's got the stickers, Wild Buffett having the pee. I mean, they literally, they're literally leaning into the having the pee thing. Look at the sweat, stress sweat coming off of him in that sticker <laughs> there. Uh, so yeah, and as always, be aware of your surroundings, guys. Uh, Safari Zone events. All right. Yeah, these are from these are 2020 events. Right, they're so they're getting rescheduled. As Liverpool, Philadelphia, and St. Louis, all trash cities. Not going to any of that. I don't know. I just give my boys in Philadelphia so, a hard time. Let me preface that. That's because <laughs> Philadelphia is on the list, and that's where the Bosch yeah, that's guys where Bosch boys are. Yeah, sorry. Carry on. Carry on, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they are rescheduling these events now. They did for those that um, ha- I don't know if the if the tickets are rolling over or not. So uh, what happened is with the original the original Safari Zone events is they let people get refunds, and if they didn't want refunds, then during the original event time. In the wild, those Pokemon, the event Pokemon would spawn for people. Um, and so a lot of people didn't even realize that the that any of that was an option, and so they missed it entirely. Um, but they're rescheduling this. We need to look at the details and see if the ticket holders 
um, if those had tickets are gonna uh, are still have tickets, or if they have to repurchase. It just says all ticket holders who would like to join an in person event must RSVP. That seems to indicate if you still have your ticket, all you gotta do is say, "Yeah, I'm coming." The, yeah, that is what it seems like. So let's see. Um, not only will these Safari Zone celebrations take place in their original park locations, but also ticket holders will be able to participate in the event they have a ticket for, no matter where they are in the world. So even though okay. these are in those specific locations, you don't have to be in those specific locations. So that's why they're RSVPing, because they, they want to do a space safe or distance gathering. Um, I dig it. I mean, let's say, Joe, you and I had planned on going. We had talked about it. Well, let's say we planned on going to Philadelphia or St. Louis, got our tickets. Well, now we don't have to make a trip because you're in Tennessee. I'm in Georgia. That's a that's a definitive trip for either one of us. Uh, so that I like that. I like that just because you made the initial plans to go there. You don't have to be there. That's a that's a nice non-task force result from something uh, <laughs> that's good in the game. <laughs> You know, I also wonder if they would get their voting lawsuits because if you say, "Well, you have to be here," and travels kind of up and down in the air, no pun, no pun intended. Um, I don't know. I think you you could be sued. Yeah. Uh, so but yeah, yeah. So Liverpool is going to be the weekend of October fifteenth to the seventeenth. The Philadelphia one will be October 29th to the thirty first that weekend, and then the Safari Zone. Uh, sorry, there's all Safari Zones. The uh, St. Louis one will be November 12th to the 14th. Uh, and they've got specific websites set up for more details on each of these events, if you are so inclined to take a look at those. Um, but yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, so to go back where I was talking about, I miss old days, uh, and that weird ticker says, shut your face. I love the communities. I remember the game facts days, FAQs, and asking people questions about the games on their forums. Hashtag internet, baby. <laughs> uh, my thing was I played with three people in my neighborhood, and if we all didn't like it, we were just out 50 bucks, and we just moved on. So, yeah. I, I like how the, the event website gives you basically no more information than the original does although it does have the artwork so you can see what the featured pokemon are and then it says check the blog for additional details you click on that and it just takes you back to the link we were already at so they just it's just a circle uh as joe and i were talking before the show i i'm never quite sure of uh, because once you see a Pokemon enough, you're never quite sure if they've had a community day. Uh, Duskull is coming at the community day, and I've got pretty much every version of shiny, uh, non shiny, all the evolutions, I think. Um, so I yes, don't know but if you I'm... have a, a shiny shadow Duskull that I do not, I don't know that I care though, but I don't have that to be I, fair. I don't, I, I can answer that question for you. You don't care. <laughs> I mean, in the moment, like if I'm participating in the day and I get it, I'll be excited. And you'll hear me come back and go, "Woo! Look what I got!" I guess do I have enough care. Okay, in to okay, go uh, Rick Flair. Nate, yeah, Nature, Nature boy, boy, Rick Flair. <laughs> woo! Um, so yeah, to help you evolve your dust goths into dust noir, you'll be able to earn up to four center stones by completing free timed research during the day. That's a good community day, in my opinion. Uh, you get. Um, Charge attack shadow ball on dust noir. 
Hey, that's how all shit. So, which is nice. Uh, Shadow Ball is a very nice move. Um, yeah, but in general, a lot of people are not excited about this. I know that uh, Jacket K is excited because of the Shadow Ball, um, but there's a lot of people in the community who are not excited. We've had Duskull events. Granted, you're more likely to get a shiny this time. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people that really wish they had chose they had chosen a different uh, ghost Pokemon. Um, specifically, a lot of people wish it had been Litwick. To be honest, ah, yeah, I can see that. I, I still need a few uh, one evolution. I don't think a few. I think I've gotten the middle ones. I need a, a more candies for the the Litwick is harder to get. I mean, Duskull's been around longer, and that's that's to me that's kind of thing. Is Community Day should be, in my opinion. Introduce you to somebody you might not know that well. So if you ever, did you ever freaking do another Pikachu Community Day, I'm out because everybody knows who that stupid little electric rat is. We need to know who Litwick is. So are you saying that Community Day should be Niantic's version of speed dating? Sure, that sounds a little weird, but yes, it should be. Hey, no, it's a featured player, right? It's like, hey, you might not know much about Joe Ard, but Joe is a featured player on the Pokemon Go podcast. He likes to say things like, yep, yep, and shake his head at, oh, Charles. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and uh, you got to make sure to call him Charles, because if you call him oh, Chuckles, you know what? he gets you mad know what? real quick. You know what? You better stop. You're going to get fired from the show right here on the air. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time you fired someone live. On Actually, air. I would not fire you. Like, you know what, Joe? This is all yours. I'm out, man. Get get weird Tigger up in here. I bet you they'll they'll be better than I am anyway. Uh, there is some photo bombing, and you're not wrong about that. Uh, there's some photo bombing, which I like. I always like photo bombing. And three X cat three times cat Stardust. Uh, Incense activated during the event will last for three hours, and learn modules will also be three hours. That's about standard. Um, and the three yeah. times Stardust, people are, are going to love that because, you know, gotta to, get that so that's my daughter's birthday. Um, and Ooh. I'll actually be at a conference at Jekyll Island on that day. So we'll see. So you're like, who cares about my daughter? Who cares about Duskull? I'm out of here. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, not in that order. I, I'd say who cares about Duskull before I said who cares about my daughter. But, you know, yeah, you're not wrong. You know, I've got four kids for a reason. I don't have to care. <laughs> they don't listen to the show. Oh. I don't know why I troll them with the jokes. They don't listen to anything I do. Um, so, uh, uh, man, me and Weird Tigger need to catch up offline a little bit. Uh, we're having a Renfest discussion in our, our chat while Joe's talking uh, going on there. Hey, the, the Georgia Renfest is, is a fun time. It is. Anybody's it is. Nearby. Uh, they have another one coming up in the fall, but I'm actually going up to North Carolina. Halloween weekend. That's We're taking my daughter up there um, to go see her friends. Uh, uh, so, Weird Tigger, I'll throw this out to you. He says it's a belated birthday present. Uh, more or less just a trip. To go up there, I already got her some cool stuff for her birthday. And we're going to see Hamilton. Her grandfather got her Hamilton tickets, Hamilton tickets two years ago for her birthday. So you got them in October for 2020. Of course, it got delayed, right? Uh, so we'll be going to the Hamilton birthday trip uh, Sunday. But, yeah, no, uh, the Tortuga twins are friends of mine. I've known them for well over a decade. Uh, Raphael Tortuga is one of my best friends. And uh, so, yeah, we're together. If you go to the North Carolina Ren Fest, um, go by the Tortuga Twins and tell them to rock out a podcasting set hello. 
And I will have probably seen them the weekend before because it says November. I'll be there just at the end of October. Anyway, uh, well, if you work it out, we're a ticker. We can do three birds with one stone. You get a convention. I see my boys, and we can meet up and do a little poking bonding. There you go. So, all right, Joe, that, Joe, that's not what we call the talk about, is it? Uh, I think that's all the headlines, right? It is. It is. Okay. We have a new patron. I don't have Zirconic is uh, the new patron. I believe I take new Zirconic. and evolved. I take Zirconic for my colon problems. I do believe so. It works out. <laughs> works out that they're paying me to to cleanse my colon. I appreciate that so much. Oh man. Oh. No. See, and I thought you took Malort for that. Um, oh, so, <laughs> we learned. We learned this weekend. Only psychopaths like Malort. We met two of them, didn't we? I'm sure did. Uh, so I'm gonna play this for you, Joe, right here. It is time for random trivia, and this week I'm gonna talk about Inke and its evolution, Malamar. Okay, that's all I hear when you say Inke. Okay. Uh, so they are both dark psychic type Pokemon. Inke is the revolving Pokemon, while Malamar is the overturning Pokemon. Um, as we've mentioned multiple times during the show, to evolve Inke into Malamar, you have to flip your device upside down, uh, whether that's in the main series games or in Pokemon Go. Um, um, Inke's Pokedex entry from uh, Pokemon X is opponents who stare at the flashing of the light emitting spots on its body become dazed and lose their will to fight. Um, Inke, its shiny form, which is not in Pokemon Go just yet, uh, basically changes the blue part of its body to yellow. Um, and as far as I know, it is so before the 3D, the Nintendo 3DS, it would have been impossible for um, Inke's evolution method to work because the 3DS was the first handheld to have uh, first Nintendo handheld system to have that internal gyroscope in it. Um, Inke is based off of a squid. Um, and it bears a similar uh, look to a cuttlefish specifically. Uh, its name comes from a combination of ink and OK. And A. OK. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, good old ink. Malamar. Now, Malamar looks angry. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I like how, so traditionally, Inke, the bulbous portion is up top. And when you evolve it, it flips upside down. It keeps that um, inverted look with Malamar, the overturning Pokemon. Um, its Pokedex entry for Pokemon X says it wields the most compelling hypnotic powers of any Pokemon. And it forces others to do whatever it wants. Which is interesting because um, my toddler and I just recently watched uh, the, the Hypno episode of the first season of Pokemon. And Hypno uh, convinces all kinds of people to do whatever it wants in that episode. So, But 
apparently uh, oh, you're revolving it yeah <laughs> i apparently had a lot more uh rare candies than i thought because i just used 40 and still have 140 something so well just don't trash them and we'll be okay um there he goes <laughs> And you do, you so, have to flip it upside down and then it pops up. Do you want to involve this thing? Yeah. And you're like, yes, please. Uh, so Malamar is based off of an upside down squid. Who would have guessed <sighs> that? That is one? really, that, that's uh, Maleficent meets uh, Ursula right there. That's really cool. <laughs> uh, it's uh, abilities uh, seem to have been inspired by a vampire squid specifically. Um, Malamar, the name is a combination of Mal, which is Latin for bad. Right. And, um, Calamari. Okay. I can see that. So Malamar, but yeah, uh, get some while, uh, while you can. Uh, interesting note. I had Inke as my buddy, so I could just walk in and then I realized like, psh, I'll just use all these, uh, um, rare candies because what what else am i gonna do with them and so i did all of that and uh evolved them and so i've got malamar and malamar popped up on the screen on the world because they're my buddy and proceeded to disappear (laughs) they have disappeared off the map i I don't know if they went to the the sub levels of the nether world to go get uh, pokemon souls and bring them back to me but I can appreciate it either way. Well, maybe while it's disappeared, it will find a Kecleon and bring it into the game. Yeah. You can email us, show at Pokemon Go Podcast, which honestly, I knew we were going to talk about a lot of stuff tonight, so I didn't even check that email today. Uh, hit us up with the speak pipe. Didn't check that one either today. So if you left one, thank you. We'll play it next week. Uh, over at PokemonGoPodcast.com, there's a tab on the right hand side. Click it, speak pipe do your thing reddit's r slash pokemon go podcast facebook is pokemon go podcast twitter's at pokemon go pod which you know facebook we don't do a lot with that uh, joe and i are both very busy people and, and it's a lot easier just to respond to stuff and post a little f- quick bits on twitter but if you're a facebook person the podcast gets posted there because they have a great podcast tab on facebook now so you can go listen to the podcast there twitter's at pokemon go pod twitch.tv is thursday nights at 8 p.m east Pokemon Go Podcast. So twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go Podcast is how you can join us and people like Weird Tigger. And let's see who else is here. I know Squishy Twitchy. Yep. Squishy's still there. Angel Fur is here. Another TV viewer. See Freeze. I can't even read that. Haas00312. I'm sure I'm messing something up. Mac Floof. Switchy Switchy Weird Tigger. And Willie Scissors 617. And I'm sure there was others that my list aren't showing me right now. So, yeah, come out live, hang out with us, help name the show, and uh, see your pretty faces because they're very pretty and they are faces. So, there's that. Joe, where can they find you on the web? You can find me on Twitter at Joseph underscore Ard. How about you, Charles? You can find me taking a nap because I am tired. <laughs> I'm so worn out right now. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, at Rock Out of Pod, Rock Out of Podcasting, and all of the social media is Charles McFall. Uh, you can definitely Google me. And I really got to get my butt in gear and get uh, finding the stories. The the season break is, I've uh, got a few recordings from conventions. And actually, uh, I'm going to wait to see what this convention in Indiana does because it's a type of convention where I sit with the celebrities, so I might get more stories. But I'll go ahead and try to get those three put up that I have now. But yeah, finding the stories is my 
my passion project right now, and uh, I love it. So, uh, tune in next week to hear Joe say. Well, just like Inke, I could say, you spin me right round, baby, right round. round. <laughs> <laughs>